Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders uh, coverage, our podcast. I'm excited to have my weekly guest, the great Matt Halatic from thespun.com. And Matt, in this State of the Raiders podcast, we're going to really dig in on the article I did. I talked to, I don't remember the figure, I think it was 23 different people around the league, players, coaches, executives, management, league official. I talked to a bunch of people to kind of talk about the state of the Raiders. This article was extremely well-received. You've read it. Tell me what you thought. I thought it was interesting because some of the things that we've spoken about here over the last weeks and months uh, about where the Raiders are in the hierarchy of the NFL, what their roster construction is like, how they're going to approach the present and the future, um, it was stuff we kind of touched on and stuff we we talked about, but to see it all laid out there and especially to see it all laid out uh, with from people around the league who are involved in the game, but who are not affiliated with the Raiders directly uh, was interesting. I think it really shows what state the team is in right now where they aren't quite, you know, I think the, the words we used last week or two weeks ago were, they're retooling. It's not a full-blown tank job rebuild where, you know, you think you're going to be the number one or two pick and, you know, you're really – you're you're blowing it up completely. But they're not in a true contending level. You know, they could battle for a playoff spot if things break right. Uh, if the health – obviously, health plays a big factor every year for every team, uh, depending how this draft is for them, if they land some contributors early. But they're not a team that's ready to challenge the Chiefs atop the AFC West 
or to make a deep run in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, I, I want to hit a couple points on the article. First of all, on this podcast, we never attack fans. They're the reason you and I have jobs. And so, you know, they get the ultimate respect from me. On top of it, they've got 20 years of a franchise operating in futility. So their anger and emotion, while sometimes I do believe it's misdirected, I understand. I get it. I'm mad at somebody and you're the easiest target. I'm going to go after you. And so I find myself in a really unique place because my job as a journalist, and you've known me for well over a decade, we're not just colleagues, friends. My job is to tell the truth. And there are times when people are going to be, oh, wow, that's the greatest. And oh, man, you suck. Mm -hmm. So let's look at Josh McDaniels. If you go only on wins and losses, which I think is a very fair assessment, he has failed as an NFL head coach. However, I look at some things that happened in Denver. I look at year one in the Raiders organization. And then I listen to a lot of people around the league who greatly respect him, who think he's a genius offensively. Is he a full, fully developed head coach? No, but they look at his lineage with his dad, who is unquestionably one of the best high school football coaches ever in America. And they look at his lineage with Bill Belichick. And unlike a lot of his assistants, Bill Belichick literally let him run the entire offense. And so to me, I think the jury's out on Josh McDaniels. I understand, and I'm being fully cognizant when fans say, look at his record after three years. You're right. It's not good. And he's got to have to start turning that around quickly. But when I'm trying to be fair, does that get me a lot of heat in Raider Nation? What's your thought on Josh McDaniels? Well, first I'll touch on you. You're talking about fans. And I totally understand where you're coming from as somebody who covers, has covered teams individually, covers um, things nationally, uh, and is also a fan of teams in his own right. Sometimes when you when a team is struggling, an organization is struggling, you're just angry at everything. And it could be, you know, from the best player on the team, if they don't come through, to the head coach, to one of the beat writers. So it's a it's part of the job, part of the experience, uh, especially where everything's connected to social media and you can just let anyone know how you feel at a moment's notice. Um, getting specifically into Josh McDaniels, I think what you saw in Denver, and it's been well-documented, was somebody who may have had the X's and O aptitude to be a head coach, uh, at least definitely on the offensive side of the ball, but wasn't prepared to run the entire program as a head coach. Um, and we see guys who are excellent coordinators get caught up in this all the time because when you're a coordinator, you could focus solely on the X's and O's. You could focus on your game planning. You could focus on exploiting matchups and how you're going to make things work on the field. When you're a head coach, you got a more of a CEO type role. And you have to not just be a strategist uh, X's and O wise. You have to clock management. You have to manage players' egos more. You have to oversee the entire operation. And I think Josh McDaniels wasn't ready to do that. Um, when he was in Denver, you hope, obviously, after a little bit of a humbling experience, a decade away from being a head coach, he kind of picks that up uh, when he goes back to, Vegas. Goes to Vegas. And listen, the first year in Vegas was not successful from a win loss standpoint, like you said. But the question now becomes how much of that was 
all Josh McDaniels and how much of that was also the situation that he and Dave Ziegler inherited was what you touched on in that article. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, is that something that they'll be able to change going forward as they get some more pieces in? You know, I've had people say to me, Hondo, you're a fan. No, I'm not. And you know I'm not. But here's the deal. I know a lot of people around the league who I greatly respect, who greatly respect Josh McDaniels. I also know that one, like, for example, I wrote about the fact they knew about the Raiders but hadn't done a deep dive. When you're in New England, where Bill Belichick says your job is to do your job, he's famous for that. So, yeah, you know the team as somebody you play, but you don't know. So, for example, they didn't know. I mean, they liked Derek Carr a lot. He, They believed in him. It's why they gave him the contract. They gave him with the no-trade clause. They didn't know about all the years, the frustration, the wear on the tread with Derek, the relationship with him and Mark Davis. Those are all things that they, you know, they're not going to know. When people say, oh, they know everything, you literally have to be looking for reasons to be angry to assume that. For example, I cover the Raiders every day. Am I familiar as an NFL writer and media personality with the other 31 teams? I am. But I'm not an expert. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't do a deep dive on on very many teams. And I have friends on most of the other teams. So I I get it. They're angry. But when I call and say somebody's got to go, it's because to me, the preponderance of the evidence, the people I know within the league that I respect, what I see with my own eyes. And I'm sorry. It's like the Columbus quote. When I put in there, it's hard for me to believe that was a Josh McDaniels quote based on how Josh is now, but based on everybody I know who knew him closely then, yeah, yeah, that's a Josh McDaniel. People change. And so my support of him isn't, you shouldn't have questions. My support isn't, boy, this guy's going to win a Super Bowl. My support is the people that I trust, what I see with my eyes, tells me that it's not time to throw in the towel. Does that make sense to you? It does. And I think what you're talking about too is, the NFL, a lot of times, as you know, fans, I'm speaking for myself too, as a fan, like we expect things sometimes to be linear. And yeah. you think that, okay, the Raiders have been down for, you know, for a while. They had three straight non playoff seasons from 2017, 2019, 2020, they just missed the playoffs. 2021, they make the playoffs, even amid all that turmoil with Gruden leaving the season and all the stuff. You're thinking, okay, this team has weapons, has some talent. They'll be back in the mix again next year. And sometimes it just doesn't work like that. And I think that that's what happened to the Raiders um, last year. I think it's what happened. I'll give you an example of me out here in New York, and I'm a Giants fan. So happened to the Giants a few years ago. They went 11-5 and after a big offseason spending spree. People thought they'd be right back in the mix following year they go three and 13 mm-hmm. three and apart. so i think that that's kind of what happened with the raiders and mcdaniels how they handle it moving forward will be the ultimate judge of whether or not he'll be successful yeah, yeah and and i tell this to people all the time i'm not mad at anyone who says hey i think they should get rid of josh mcdaniels okay i don't share that opinion but i'm not mad at you and i'm not a show for the team i don't make a dime from that you know that i don't make a dime from the team all right i want to talk about just two more things and we'll be done with this. But I want to talk about the McDaniels and Derek Carr 
because I think some people have taken some things I said out of context. Tom Brady did what Tom Brady wanted, but Tom Brady understood in totality the scheme of Josh McDaniels. So when he calls an audible or does what he wants, although it may not be what Josh specifically called, it still was within the frame of what they did. And when Derek early on would question some things and Josh would say, just run the play, he wanted Derek to learn the scheme. And then as Derek would have learned it, he would have taken his feet off the brakes and let Derek do more within the scheme. It wasn't Derek being hostile, wasn't Derek being lazy or hating Josh McDaniels. And quite frankly, I don't think it was Josh McDaniels being a dictator. I think he's saying, hey, we're trying to lay a foundation for our system. Just do what I ask you to do, and, and things would have changed. Again, neither guy disliked the other. I want to make that super clear. Nobody thought Derek was a wimp or a powder. Nobody, there wasn't the feeling of Josh is being a jerk. It's run your system. Learn the system. And it just was not a good marriage based on everything that Derek had been through. It was just enough's enough. That's how I wrote it. Now, obviously, everybody sees it from the angle that they wanted to. But did you see it the way I just presented it to you? I do. And I think what, you, what you're looking at is it's a tough, almost a shotgun marriage, so to speak, because you have Carr, who's been a lifer with that organization. And... He has been through the good and the bad with the Raiders and, you know, has been through different offensive coordinators, different offensive systems, all these these different things. And he's done a, had an overall good NFL career. Now, Josh McDaniels comes in and he knows one way to do it. And that's his way that he's done it with New England. Um, obviously, he had Tom Brady to work with, who's the greatest of all time. But Brady felt comfortable in McDaniels system because. They worked together for years. He, they knew they could trust each other, even if, like you said, Brady deviated from the play call. He knew how to make things work within the framework of the system. Derek Carr might be a, a little bit more skeptical, so to speak, or have different opinions because he's worked under different head coaches and he's worked under dysfunction where, you know, things he's had to adapt and he's had to put the team on his back or, or carry things in certain ways. And now you have Josh McDaniels, who it wasn't necessarily a, a thing that he didn't like, Derek Carr, but he's got his own way of doing things and he's got his own expectations. And now you have a guy who is, you know, expressing his own opinions and it's there's a little bit of friction there. I think it's just one of those things where when you have an established player and then you have a coach come in from outside the organization, it's always can be a, a little bit of a tough tough marriage and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and it just felt like this one didn't click i thought it was a divorce it was really good for both parties in my opinion okay last comment i i laugh sometimes so when i took this job covering the raiders i was very critical of john gruden in play calling now, i want to make it clear i like john i thought he was i thought he was a good coach i thought he had the team going in the right direction so it wasn't a dislike of john but when you point things out on a coach that people love, they get mad. When you point out the things on a coach they hate, they think you're the greatest. And there was a, a, a comment that someone made, an executive made, 
that said in the NFL draft for the last several years, it just appeared the Raiders were playing checkers when everyone else was playing chess. I mean, I thought that was pretty powerful. Your thoughts? Well, we talked about it for years now about some of the moves they made. And when you make a picks like Damon Arnett, like we said, who was not on some boards because of off-field issues, um, and you draft him in the first round, and, you know, you take Cleveland Farrell, who was a first-round pick, consensus, but people thought he was going late, and you take him number four. You take Alex Leatherwood earlier than people anticipated. Um, Jonathan Abram, another first-round pick that didn't necessarily work out. When you have your own evaluations of players and you kind of deviate from the norm, you, you always have to deviate a little bit. You have to have your own convictions. But when you really go out on a limb in multiple cases, you'd better be right more often than not. And the Raiders weren't right enough. And also, like you said, there's more than one or two rounds to the NFL draft. The good teams are able to fill their rosters with productive players from rounds three to five, three to six. Maybe you find something in the seventh round, too. And when I say productive players, I mean, you know, your number two tight ends, your special teams, core guys, maybe a couple what of guys. What they did with a Max Crosby. Right. A Max Crosby, you, you hit, you strike gold sometimes. But the Raiders didn't do enough of that. So what you mm-hmm. saw was a team in 2021 that made the playoffs, but was very top heavy. You know, it had a car, it had a Darren Waller, it had a Renfro who was a really good slot receiver. It had Josh Jacobs and Colton Miller and some other guys like that. But, um, and Max Crosby, obviously defensively, but it didn't have the overall depth that you needed. It didn't have the amount of playmakers, it didn't have the enough talent at receiver, which is why I got Devontae Adams. They did. They didn't have an, enough one to fifty-three to make up for it. And as good of a quarterback as Derek Carr is, he's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not no. an Aaron Rod, prime Aaron Rodgers, or a Brady who could cover up so many different warts. I thought what one another point was fascinating is how many people pointed out to me how big the loss of Henry Ruggs was. To me, I I I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna be honest. I was, I'm so, um, as a father, I'm so angry and horrified at the accident that cost a woman her life that I, I literally just put that out of mind because as a dad, it's just horrific. And the more people that kept bringing up, I'm like, you know what? You're right. This kid, his first year was nah, but his second year, he was skyrocketing in the system. And if they would have had him with Devontae Adams last year, oh, dear God. I thought that was a really good point, too. All right. You are the great Matt Holatic from thespun.com. I'm Hondo Carpenter from the Las Vegas Raiders Insider on Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Again, this was the state of the Raiders, a good in-depth dive. We'll see you next time talking about our latest mock draft. We'll see you later, everybody. Thanks, Matt. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.